Hi, this is Edmund, and today I'm going to share my story about my mom's immigration journey. Think about what would happen if you had to be abandoned for six and a half years just because the law prohibits you from immigrating for family. Imagine the overwhelming boredom and loneliness that would haunt you for so many years and the extremely difficult responsibilities of managing a sustainable household. This is what my mother had to struggle through for over half a decade until immigration enforcement would allow her to reunite with her family. If I was in this situation, I would hide in the shelter of my home and give up on the thought of ever surviving by myself. I would be petrified with the fact of dying alone without ever seeing my family again. I would never be able to pay the taxes and bills, nor even know how to cook food for myself. Knowing all of these negative thoughts, my mother still pushed through the many barriers of living, of living alone, and because of her determination, she eventually came to America and reunited with my relatives. Of course, however, nothing can be that easy. My mom's coming to America story is a two-sided story of both determination and emotional dilemmas. In 1991, my family decided to immigrate to America in search of a better country with prospering economics. China was not serving their needs well, as the Chinese economy was quite poor between the 1980s and 1990s. However, when my family was finally acquired for a visa, my mother was not allowed to immigrate with my relatives. On the evening that my grandparents and great-great-grandparents left along with my aunt, my mom was left sobbing uncontrollably in bed. Remember, at least it won't be annoying since I won't be with you for a long time. This was the last sentence my aunt ever spoke to my mom before my mother could reunite with her. After my relatives packed up their belongings and closed the front door of the apartment, this marked the beginning of Ping's journey into solitude. Ping wasn't really the most independent person in terms of chores or keeping the house sustainable. So when she realized how many problems she has to approach by herself, she was astounded. She never saw all the, all the responsibilities that would eventually become a problem for herself. The first problem that she had to deal with was, ma was making a living for herself. Ping wondered how she was going to make enough money to pay the bills and overall satisfy the housing department. The final decision she told herself was to rotate around jobs so she could find a, so she could find a suitable one where she would enjoy working and make enough so that she would be financially stable. Over the course of around five years, Payne constantly rotated, rotated jobs around China. One day, she was a grocery store worker in the suburban parts of Guangzhou province, and then the next, she was a receptionist in the city. My mother, walked day, my, my mother worked day and night to make enough money to support her needs, but even making it to work was a tough task. A lot of the time, my mom would get sick since she would constantly overwork herself by switching between jobs so much. The worst part about this was that no one would be there to take care of her. The only people that would come to visit her and occasionally bring her medicine were her friends and classmates. When Ping realized no one would bring her to the doctor and no one would buy medicine for her, it struck her very hard. Ping now had another task to manage, getting, re getting rid of her ailment. And on top of that, she had all of the million other jobs that she had to work in. Even though she was ill, since if she didn't work, she wouldn't be, she wouldn't be able to financially support herself. Even when she was not sick or had a day off all her jobs, the lingering loneliness would follow her everywhere she went, just waiting when the time comes to strike her with sorrow. Often, the most times where Ping would feel lonely was when she would celebrate. Often, the most times where Ping would feel lonely was when she would celebrate holidays by herself at home. The only thing she would hear is the sound of the cars driving by and the radio that she would always have on. One time, the radio played a commercial advertising a new film about a Chinese legend about a monster named Anian. In the ad, you could hear a scene where the two where two children play around play around the house. In the ad, you could hear a scene where two children would play hide and seek around the house, while the adults were setting up banners on the outside of the house. Hearing this, my mother bit her lip until she wouldn't feel red-eyed anymore. My mother would reminisce about the times where she would laugh with and play games with my aunt Ada, 
No matter which she would feel the joy that filled the halls of the house and the omnipresent company of her own family once more. Very important holidays like Lunar New Year were when the sadness of my mom's feelings became the most overt. When Ping would eat noodles all by herself and see my grandparents not there, she would be sunken in tears since she couldn't tell them to live a long life. The noodles represented riches and longevity, and in Chinese culture, it is a tradition to tell others to live a long and healthy life while eating noodles. This tradition starts ever since you could speak as a juvenile, and when you don't continue this custom, it really feels like a part of you is missing. Eventually, however, her mom realized that some things are not in, not in her control, and that soon enough, she would be able to see her parents' faces again. Objectively, personal struggles are perhaps the most difficult to overcome, but the situations that are out of control can also be said to be, to be even harder to solve. One of these was China's increasing amount of environmental pollution. Every day, the residents of the, public of, of the Republic of China would see clouds blocking any sign of the sun or blue skies. The overall environment of China was relatively depressing. The humid climate of China did not ease the surroundings of the country at all, and the air was also very hard to breathe in. The dejected atmosphere in China contributed to a further increase in the severity of my mother's sorrow of being alone. Ping was almost on the brink of overexhaustion after having to take care of so many, ta so many things by herself. But one morning, when my mom checked the mailbox of her apartment, she was astonished by what she saw. A letter by the U.S. Embassy says consulate was sent to her to notify her that she was granted passage into America. The words, the words on the letter my mom was, ho my mom was holding on her hands started turning my mother's black and white feelings into rich colored ones. Even holding the paper in Ping's hands was hard since she was trembling with joy. A couple of hours later, my mom was in seat 43A on China Southern Airlines flight. My mother was so excited to be finally able to talk to someone that was a part of her family and not one of her friends. This thought even delayed her from sleeping very well or even sleep at all. Even though Ping was very excited, she considered the trip to be very long and excruciatingly boring as my mom had never been in a plane flight before. By the time the plane landed, Ping had eye bags around her eyes from all her sleep deprivation. The last part of her journey before seeing her family again was the inspection room. When my mother walked in line with the other immigrants, she noticed tall men wearing law enforcement clothes inside of several booths. The atmosphere was very tense as every person in the room did not say a single word to each other, nor even look in the direction of each person. It was clear that no one wanted to be, wanted to be sent back to their home countries. One by one, each person in line got closer to the inevitable inspection process. With each step Ping took, another beat in her heart bumps, and another sweat drop rolled down her cheek. And what seemed like a whole day, my mom was finally the next one to be inspected. Next, the sudden shouting of the officials surprised her, and she slowly walked over to the booth. The men looked at all of Ping's papers and slowly stamped each one of them with an approved stamp. With the final approval stamp, the officer said, Welcome to America. The official pointed at the entry point and with a graceful step, my mother was officially in America. Ping had finally reached the penultimate of her journey. The last thing she needed to do is find her loving relatives. Ping started walking around, searching for any signs of her family's familiar faces. Over here, a strikingly similar voice to my aunt's shouted. My mother swung around quickly around. It was her sister. Ping ran so fast a tear dropped in her eyes flew behind her, and she crashed into the arms of my aunt. Oh, I've missed you so much, my mom said, sobbing. Us too, my aunt responded in a soothing voice. Ping's struggles were over. She would be able to celebrate Chinese New Year with family. She didn't need to have to rotate around so many jobs. And most importantly, she could finally live with her family again. To this day, my mom still runs a lot of errands while I'm at school, kind of like how she would constantly rotate jobs back then, and expends a lot of effort taking care of me. Even though no one acknowledges my mom's impressive feat of living by herself for so long as I do, my mom remains humble and grateful that she could make it to America. 
As a result of her solitude, my mom has always been strict on my mom has always been strict on cleaning the dishes, or food in my own bed sheets, and really just doing house chores. My mom always told me when I was frustrated about a hard writing assignment that you won't get anything simple in life. There will always be a hard task that needs to be completed in order to accomplish anything. Thank you.